Right, so I've just listened back to episode four. That is that is going to be episode four. You'll have heard this by now. This is turning into a bit of the fucking, like, a, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Do you know what I mean? Like, every, all the continuity is all fucked, right? But <clears throat> I listened back to number four, right? Which was, and I done the two podcasts in the one day. And, I, and it was palatable. Like, I wouldn't say it's the fucking best thing I've ever done in my life. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've done I've done better things. But, like, as far as talking shite goes, it's, it's all right. So, so, fuck it. I'm going to do two of these a day. And I'll have a fucking huge safety net. Like, I'll no need to fucking worry. Because it turns out I can talk shite. I can fucking talk talk shit for Scotland. Like, that's the, that's the truth. That's the fucking... And the thing I see back when I was... We, when I was young, fucking everybody hated it. Everybody hated my shite talk. It was a pain in the ass. That's that's the thing. Like it was, it wasn't good. It it wasn't handy until now. It's only now that it's become something that is fucking worthwhile. See, when I was at school, every fucking teacher hated it. My shite talking. My utter, utter fucking shite talking, right? I mean, right, I'll tell you a story, right? This is a true story. This was the story I was going to... No, I keep saying I'm going to turn the the Practical Guide to Walrus Chasing into a show. This was the story I was going to open the show with. So fuck it, I'm just going to tell it anyway. Like, I mean, like, I don't think... I could be fucking it up by telling it, but fuck it. Like, do you know what I mean? I think it's funny. But see, when I was in school, like, I honest, honestly, fuck, I talked shite all the time. Like, lied <laughs> fucking constantly. I don't know why I lied because I thought people would like me more if I made myself be cooler than I actually was. Because I'm a fucking geek. That's the other thing, right? I was a pure dweeb at school. Like, it wasn't like I was a. That was that. There you go. That's the episode four copying over at my hard drive. That's what that noise was. The. the I wasn't cool when I was at school. I don't think anyway. Like, I, I, I think I was just a fucking... Especially when I was younger. Like, see, when I was in primary school, I was just a fucking... I just didn't have a, a clue what I was or where I fit in. I was just felt so different from everyone. I'd look at other people and I'd be like, they're into, the, they're into cars and bonkers and and football and all these things and all that and I I'm shit at everything. <laughs> I, I I've never found anything I'm actually good at and I'm just a big. I, I just I just didn't. I felt like I stuck out like a sore thumb. There's pictures of me with a bright lime and purple, the cock sportive tracksuit and a mighty ducks hat. Like I was just this fucking maniac. Right, just this maniac. So, when I was at school, I, I think I was in primary six when this happened. Right, now my mum worked at the school. That's the first thing I, I, I need to say when I'm setting this story up. My mum worked at the school, which was which was good, but was also a fucking nightmare. Because I would get into trouble constantly but wouldn't really get into that much trouble because my mum was at the school. My mum was a classroom assistant, right? So whenever i done something stupid, the teachers would talk to my mum and my mum would go, oh, I'll have a word to him, I'm sorry. He's just, 
he's, I don't know what's got into him. Some shite like that, right? And and I do things like I remember one time I wrote. I there was one teacher I didn't particularly like, and I didn't particularly like maths. So when this teacher I didn't like was trying to teach me maths, I particularly fucking hated everybody. And one time. I'd get everything wrong. I think I, I I remember looking at the sheet when they used to be able to put big fucking crosses. Remember when they used to be able to put big fucking crosses through the things? Now you can't. Now you you put a dot and you go, you weren't quite right. Now you're fucking wrong. That's how maths works. That's how fucking maths works, right? Two plus two equals four and it's infinitely wrong. There's an infinite amount of wrong answers to the question two plus two equals four. But we need to put a fucking dot now. We so they say. I don't know. I'm not at school anymore. I'm not at school anymore. Do you know what I mean? But that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. I'll need to the next parents' night. I'll need to look like properly, look and see that. Because usually when you're at the parents' night, you're giving all the jotters. You're trying. I'm I'm looking for the funny things. That's because I, I remember some of the shit I used to write my jotters like about things, right? Because oh, see my this is what I'm talking about. See my eldest, right? <laughs> my fucking eldest. When he was in primary one. I went to pick him up from school one day, just after Christmas, and the the primary his primary one teacher comes out and goes, "You's have had a great Christmas, so you have." And I was like, "Aye, aye, it was it was good enough. Aye, it was it was all right." And she's like, I, "I I wish my Christmas was as good as yours." He's been telling us all about it. And it's like, right? And she's like, "You said a KFC for your dinner, and you've got a puppy." And I would fucking never done any of those things. <laughs> No, we've not got a puppy. We've not got fucking nothing. We never had a KFC for our dinner. We fucking... It was a nightmare trying to cook the bastard thing. But he just would talk shite. He just... He's that But When stuff like that happens, I'm like, oh, fuck, when he's 13. What the... <laughs> what am I going to do? So, this teacher was... I, I get everything wrong, right? And she just fucking... I nearly knocked my camera off there. You won't know that unless you're watching the video, but I nearly knocked... I've got hundreds of cables. Hundreds of cables all over the place because I'm fucking useless, right? But the... I get everything wrong and she'd written the, those fucking... See me, please. See me, please. She'd written at the bottom of this thing. And I wrote, shite... <laughs> I just wrote shite, really small in the corner. Shite, because I didn't want to fucking talk to her about how shit I'm at maths. Because I'm fucking, you're never going to be good at everything. You're never going to be good at everything. I'm good at talking shite, counting, not a strong point. And I'd wrote, written shite since so she'd spoke to my mum. And she's like, oh, I, it's dead out of character for him. And I hope it doesn't. It doesn't follow them into the big school. That's the threat they hit you with, isn't it? The big school. When you go to the big school, that's when shit hits the fan, isn't it? Like that, they build the big school up to the point where you're fucking rollicking about going to the going to the big school, and then you go to the big school, and then they tell you about the real fucking world. The real world's gonna eat you alive, boy. And then you go into the real world, and it turns out the real world's actually fucking better than the wee school and the big school. The real world's great, right? <laughs> because you get to do whatever the fuck you want. If you can maintain the idea of being able to do whatever the fuck you want through the 14 years of school. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you can keep that bit of yourself without them going, but remember, two plus two is four, and you always need to remember that. Like, that is, as long as you can, you can navigate that shit, when you get out into the real world, you can do whatever the fuck you want, right? Which brings me back to talking shite. 
how I'm quite good at talking shite. Now I was in primary five when this happened, and I was sitting cross-legged in the hall. Remember they used to do that to you? Everybody would sit fucking cross-legged, and then the, the primary sevens would sit in a bench up the back, like seniority. That, do you know what I mean? You'd, they'd sit in a bit. I had a, a real issue with the primary seven thing, by the way, because we moved school. The school I was in was no longer there. There was slates falling off the roof, and I think that was the point where they went, listen, we need to fucking move this thing. Uh, and and when we moved, why am I even talking about this? Where am I? Fu- <laughs> where the fuck am I going? Right, the back of the, the, back of the, the old school was a thing called the pitch. And no one was allowed in the pitch unless you were in primary seven. The primary sevens were allowed in the pitch, but the rest of us reprobates had to play in the fucking horrible gravelly bit. Not that horrible gravel that if you fell and you skidded, it would just sand off your knee. That was you. Like, that's... And they would get the pitch. And there was the the janitor, the Janny had painted the the football markings on the ground, whatever it is, that's what they'd done. And I couldn't wait to get in the pitch. I was shite at football. Pish, terrible at fucking football. I remember missing a penalty in front of everybody at the school. And it, it being the fucking, the worst. I remember a dad going, fuck's sake. I remember. <laughs> I remember. And I don't even know why they let me kick it. I don't even know why that fucking happened. I think it was like, if you get hurt, you get the penalty. Or, but I don't fucking know. And I remember kicking this thing and going... I'm going to place that there. And looking at where I was going to fucking put it, and whoever's in goals going, well, I fucking obviously know where this prick's kicking this thing. And I booted it into the wrong side, that side, and they just fucking, and it's slow as fuck. Like, like do you not know how they be like kids bowl? Like that speed. Like when it goes down that fucking, I don't know what you call it, that rail thing. You know that rail thing they put out and you, when you're wee and stuff, you can use that. Like that thing, and and I, and I, an actual dad going, fuck's sake. And I remember that, and going, oh well, football's not for you. Nothing. <laughs> Turns out you're shite at everything. But I, I wanted to go in the pitch, because you weren't allowed in it. And my whole life with my pal, my best pal growing up, was trying to get into this pitch. We, we were like a fucking Daffy Duck cartoon, the two of us, like trying to get in to this pitch, right? And the twos were just fucking idiots. I remember we used to do this thing called the two-headed monster. I had to get everything bought for me two sizes bigger because I'm a, I'm a, I'm gargantuan. I'm six foot four and I just grew constantly. So my mum had to buy these big... Everything was too big for me. And me and my friend could both fit in one of my jackets. So we'd put <laughs> we'd put our arms around each other and I'd come out an arm out each sleeve and we'd zip it up and we'd run about the playground going, oh, we're the two-headed monster. Try to get into the pitch try to get into this fucking pitch and when they shut the school I never get in the bastard pitch <laughs> never get into the bastard pitch because they shut the school and they moved us up in primary five to a new school and they never had a pitch and grass you could never play on because it was always wet the grass was always fucking wet you were on that grass one week a bastard's year and, and, you, and you couldn't get on it and, and it fucking annoyed me and now they've got them on the benches <laughs> now they've got them on fucking benches behind me so I'm just staring into space, sitting in the assembly, not even fucking paying any attention whatsoever, which is my MO, thinking about dolphins or whatever, right? And I heard the head teacher say, free lunch at the Sea Mill Hydro. 
I remember hearing those words and, and I went, what the, f hold on, a free lunch at the Seamill Hydro. Now, I don't know if you are familiar with the Seamill Hydro, right? Let me take a sip of coffee. I'm, I need to get a coffee sponsor, don't I? I say, I say, that's too big a, a thing. Let me take a sip of coffee. I'm going to take a sip of coffee. Not to say, give me fucking money for coffee. Plus, it would probably it would make a big dent in my tax bill every year. <laughs> I think if I had, I was back. I suppose that's a business expense. Numbers, don't have a fucking clue. Anyway, I had free lunch at the Seamill Hydro. And that's when I started paying attention. And I heard the story. So she told us that there was, we, were to do a talk, we could do a talk on any subject we wanted. Right? In front of the whole school. And whoever done the best talk would get to go to the Seamill Hydro and they would take place in a, a fucking talking competition. A talking comp... Whatever the fuck it would be. A talking competition. And it, and you would get your lunch. You would get a fucking good lunch at the Seamill Hydro. I was like, fuck me. I, I want to go to the Seamill Hydro and have my lunch. Now, I, I remember, we used to go out for our dinner every so often to a place in Salcote's called the Punjab. Was it the Punjab? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But I always ordered a, a prawn salad. So I did. Because the spicy things blew the tits off me. So they did. So I, And I'd eat a prawn salad. And I was like, I never get to go out to place, fancy places for, for dinners and stuff. And I was like, fucking, here we go, right? So she finished her spiel and she said, uh, just if you're interested, tell your teacher the, at the end of the day. So I was like that. I went up to my teacher and I was like, I would like to do the talk thing. And she looked at me funny. And I remember her looking at me funny, which wasn't the first time she'd looked at me funny. She used to look at me funny quite a lot. I remember one time they invited people in from Iceland, not the shop, the place, the place of Iceland, the country. And, like, it was some sort of exchange thing. And they brought all these teachers in from Iceland to tell us about Iceland. And I remember we were in this thing. They were in this place called, a room called the Noisy Quiet Room. <laughs> That's what it was called. The Noisy Quiet Room. But I'll tell you this now, it was always fucking quiet in that room. We never done it noisy in that room. It was always quiet. And we went in and the Icelandic teacher was talking to us about fucking stuff. And... She'd, she'd said, is there any questions? And nobody really had a question. So I put my hand up and I was like, eh, see the snow? No, pure snow's in that. She's like, yes. <laughs> what do you do with the snow? Do you do anything with the snow? And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, you, you've got hundreds of snow, haven't you? Like, if, there's hundreds, if you've got hundreds of snow, could you not do something useful with the snow? And she's like, what would you, what would we do with the snow? She's like, I don't know. Make electricity? Make electricity? <laughs> make electricity out of the snow. And as I said, make electricity out of the snow. I, the guy in front of me, I remember him turning around and looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, well, I'm in now. I'm in, I might as well just keep going. And she's like, I don't know how we would do that. But I didn't like the way she said that to me as if I was an idiot. Do you know what I mean? As if I was an idiot, right? I don't have all the answers, but listen, if they can make electricity out of the sun and they can make electricity out of the fucking water, why not snow? I'm nine. <laughs> I'm nine. 
I'm just saying things, and and you're fucking telling me no. Do you know it can't be done anyway? She said, I don't know how we do that, but I didn't like her demeanor, and I was like, all right. And she went, does that answer your question? I was like, no. <laughs> No, it doesn't answer my question. And I remember the teacher looking at me, the same sort of look, and then later on getting told, you can't, don't talk, you can't do that. And Because I wasn't happy with the answer. I don't fucking know. I'm nine, or I was nine. I don't fucking know. Anyway, she gave me the look. And she's like, right, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, the thing was on fr- the Friday or whatever, so I had like four days to prepare this talk, right? And I... Uh, Went home and I was like, what the fuck am I going to do this talk about? So I thought, I, do you know what? I'll do my talk about fucking ghosts. That is what I'll do. I'll do my talk about the supernatural shit. Vampires, the Loch Ness Monster, fucking Frankenstein. I don't know. Just basically, do you remember monsters in my pocket? Do you remember them? Nah, I, I I had monsters in my pocket. I had these, and I, I kept the ones that glow. They would glow in the dark. And I was like, right, I fucking I need to tell you what they are. They were like wee models. Like just wee kind of, I don't know, like plastic, rubbery, modelly things had different monsters in that. And I, I think I was looking at them and going, fucking boom, monsters, ghosts in that. So I, I was I wrote my talk about the fucking ghosts. That's what I done. And I, and I, I got all the models, so I got one of the Loch Ness Monster, I would speak about that, and then one about a ghost, and then one about Dracula, and I had all the models, and I made this fucking, I had props, basically I get props, I was a fucking prop comic, that's what I done, is I, I made this thing, to do this fucking talk, right, and then, and I worked on it for ages, and I, I so I turned up, uh, at the school on the Friday, with all my stuff, in a Safeway bag, and a plastic bag, and I sat down, shite myself, ready, free lunch, C-Mill Hydro, here we fucking go, I'm going to smash this talk out of the park, I'll represent the school, you're light, it's an uphill trajectory from here, all these bastards are wrong about you, <laughs> this is how, this is your life starting, so we get through the assembly again, and they go, the head teacher gets up, and she's like, ah, right, we're going to get everybody up to do their talks now. So she introduced the first person. Now, I can't use their name. I can't use their name. But let's just say this person was smart. Like a good, good smart, listening, didn't ask Icelandic teachers about fucking snow and electricity type person, right? And as soon as the, the teacher called her name, I was like, oh, fuck. I know why my teacher looked at me like that. I know why she looked at me. So I'm looking at the teacher and she's fucking watching the thing and up this woman, this lassie gets and she does a, she does a, a three minute talk on the fucking World War Two, And I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> she'd no props. She'd not, she had just cards. Uh, oh fuck. My ass was making buttons at this point. That, that is me. I was like, I am fucked. <laughs> I can't believe I fucking said I'm going to do this. So then she gets does her talk, and then the next person gets up, same calibre of a person, right? Can count, doesn't write shite, and wee letters on their fucking jotter and send it back to the teacher. Up she gets, rattles on for three minutes about the Titanic. I'm like, fuck in hell, man. <laughs> so they shout me, 
And I stand up with my Safeway bag and start making my way through the crowd, hitting folk on the back of the head with my bag of props, right? And I get up and I'm like that, eh, can I get a table? And she's like, ah, what do you need a table for? I was like, I need a table for my talk. So fucking, she goes and gets me a table and she brings it out. And I get a, I get a table cloth. I've got a table cloth in my bag and I get my table cloth out and I'm fucking <laughs> wafting it and stuff, right? Because I had a joke at the end. I had a funny joke at the end I was going to do. I, I, so I climbed under the table and I sellotaped a thing to the front. The, ta- the back of the table, the table that was fa- bit of the table that I was at, so that no one could see what it was because it was behind the tablecloth. And I get out and I set up all my props and I went, right, I'm going to talk about ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not. That's what fucking happened. I got up and I'm like, I'm going to talk about ghosts, man. And I just fucking went for it. Just started talking. I don't know how long I spoke for it. I can't remember a fucking thing I said. All I remember is at the end, as I said, don't worry, though, because ghosts aren't real. And then I unhooked my... my. I drew a ghost on a bit of paper. That's what set, was sellotaped to the table. And I, I went, ghosts aren't real. And I looked about and I pulled the paper up and it was a drawing of a ghost. And and I, get, I, I remember getting a laugh... I remember getting a laugh from people, me talking shit about ghosts. And I, and as I was walking back, there was one of the boys in the school that I didn't particularly get on with, and he was a bit of an asshole to me sometimes, right? And I remember him going, that was good. And I was like, fucking hell. Free lunch at CML Hydro, here we go. If I can convince him that I'm not an asshole. I'm a fucking shoo-in. So I sat back down. Next person gets up, fucking talks about kitchen utensils. I don't know. See, by that point, I'm buzzing. I'm thinking fucking cucumber sandwiches and whatever posh folk eat. You know what I mean? It won't be crispy pancakes tonight. <laughs> It'll be fucking caviar and mouldy toast. Whatever they fucking eat. I don't know, right? I've never ate it. Um, and then, uh, and then double it right. We've all decided who the winner is and they fucking gave it to Titanic Girl. They gave it to Titanic Girl. I never fucking got it. Bastards never fucking gave me it, man. So that's what I mean about the talking of shite. That's what I mean about this being able to talk shite. It wasn't a skill until fairly recently when you can do two podcasts a day and prepare nothing except the opening sentence. Now it's a skill. Everybody else on the planet fucking hated it. <laughs> Every adult was like, no one ever, because it's not as if podcasting was an option back then. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you were your guidance teacher and you were like, I'm, what are you good at? Talking shite. Really good at talking shite. Sorry. Have you tried maths? That, that, that's it. That's what you would have got. And it's not as if they could have said, why why don't you go on the radio? Because they'd never let me on the radio because I hate fucking all that music. Like, I couldn't do that. See, because I'm an arsehole when it comes to music. That's another thing, right? That's, that's fucking true. Like, I remember being in art one time, right? So I never done art in third and fourth year. I wasn't allowed to do art in third and fourth year. Because I was too intelligent to waste my time drawing pictures. That's what I was told. So when I went into fifth year, I was like... Because I didn't want to be at school. 
I didn't want to be at school, but there was some shit going on that I was like, I can't not be at school because I've got nowhere else to go. And the big, the big school terrified me, and the real world terrified me. So the longer I could stay in the big school, the better, because I was petrified about leaving. Like I couldn't, I was uh, just in a constant state of panic all the time because I didn't want to leave the school because I didn't know the the real world was going to destroy me. Because that's what I was told. The real world will have your guts for garters. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'd heard. You'll not, you'll not, you can't, you'll not be able to do all that when you go into the real world. See, when you go into the real world, it's all over for you. And that, and it, and it fucked, it fucked me basically. So when I got into fifth year, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do art, and I and I picked art, and I got on well with my art teacher, like I did, um, and I got on well with. With my, I done music as well. I got I got on well with my music teaching in fifth year. Like I got I did get on with them. Um, but I remember there was a point where the teacher had said, "You can listen to your own music on the hi-fi, or whatever the fuck it was, the hi-fi." Um, as long as everybody agrees that it's all right. If anybody complains, we'll need to put it off, right? So we would I'd bring stuff in, Nirvana, uh, there was a guy, that, one of the first times I really heard uh, the Pixies was there, because someone brought in, a, 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 and a the year above us had brought in a Pixies album, had brought in um, Sufferosa, uh, so like, it was all this, I was starting to hear all this stuff, and I was getting really into it, man, and then somebody brought in, I don't fucking know what it was, but it, it was, as far as I, it was the Fresh Prince of Belair theme tune, but sped up with a kick drum behind it. That was it. It was just fucking nonsense. Now, I like some dance music. I like Prodigy. I like uh, Faithless. I, I, I don't even know if you would call all that dance music, but like electronic music, like I like that sort of stuff. I like Square Pusher. I like Aphex Twin. I like that kind of stuff. But see the fucking Clubland kind of... Doomf, doomf, doomf. I, I don't fucking get it and it and it's so repetitive to me that it just sends me into rage right just total fucking anger so someone brought this shite in this shite but it's like basically chart hits it's just music off the fucking radio with a kick drum behind it and every so often some guy shouting about Ibiza like that's all it, it was pish right and it was on for about 20 minutes and I was like ah, hand up I can't do this I can't fuck it. I can't sit here and listen to this. And my teacher spat the dummy tit out and was like, "We always listen to your stuff. Yeah, I think you're being really unfair." And I and I went, "Well, why have the rule? <laughs> why have the rule? If the rule you made the rule, I never made the rule up. You made the rule up, right? So if you made the rule up, and I'm using the rule because that fucking that's chronic, that's fucking shite. Then and it's doing, it's making me feel fucking ill." and angry constantly I'm calling fucking rule and she was like that's that you're being very selfish you're a horrible bastard sort of thing which I am I'm a horrible bastard but I'm fine with that now so they so they she switched it off and then there was no more music anymore we had to sit in silence because I fucking I shat in the kettle I ruined it for everybody but she made the rule up know what I mean I never asked can I ask you a question about making snow and electricity <laughs> You say there's any questions and I fucking gave you one. Don't look at me as if I've just farted, right? You say that, not me. So, what was I talking about? Art. Art at school. Your music. I'm an arsehole about music. I am. That's why I couldn't be a radio DJ. Because I, I would only play what I like. And I, I think everybody thinks their taste in music's great. 
but I particularly think my taste in music's great, and I'm a snob when it comes to that stuff. Like, I am. I know I am. <laughs> right? But I'm fine with it, because... I don't know, man. There's just something about music nowadays that's not... I, I know that everybody says this. Like, everybody gets to a point where they go, oh, fucking, music was better in my day. But genuinely, genuinely, I, 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 I think music's shite now. I think it's shite now. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why I think it's shite now. I think it's shite now because... It's too safe. It's too safe a space. It's been made too safe by people. And it's not been made safe in a good way. It's not been made safe so that everybody can take part or it's inclusive. It's been made safe so that people can make money off it. Do you know what I mean? So there's bits where, like, I think, like, the Iggy Pops of the world, the Ozzy Osbournes, the, I mean, Black Sabbath in general, all that stuff wouldn't survive now because they would have a marketing team. They would have a marketing team saying, we think you should wear this to the Brit Awards. And that's what started this off. I was talking to my good lady wife about it the other day, right? Like, I don't even look at the Brit Awards or any awards show. I don't look at the Oscars. I don't fucking look. I, I, I don't understand it. I don't, I think getting awards for shit like that is stupid. Like, you should get awards for bravery. <laughs> like, you should get, you should be rewarded for diving headfirst into a burden building and saving fucking somebody's baby and their cockatoo. That's, you should get a medal for that. You shouldn't get a fucking trophy because you wrote an album. It's shite. It just it doesn't make any sense to me. Because why would you, why would you, it's not the reason you wrote the album. If the reasons you wrote the album was to get the trophy, then the album's going to be shite. Anyway, I seen the thing on the internet, because you could not see it, everybody was taking a piss out at that fucking thing that Sam Smith wore, and uh, I was talking to my good lady wife about it, and when I get into my, if he's a bastard, and you, you should be able to make electricity out of snow, pricks, moods, the, she'll play devil's advocate, and she'll say things sometimes that she doesn't really believe, but you show the other side and it kind of gets me into a middle ground where I, I, I know everybody's an arsehole. And she said, but Bowie would have wore stuff like that. Bowie had a lot of um, like things that he would wear that were like out there. I was like, no, I totally, I, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with, you with that. But I don't think that David Bowie would have had to have run it by his team of people. I don't think that there would have been a team of people going, we think you should wear this. And that's kind of where it feels like it's at. It just feels like all these people, it's just sanitised. Nothing dangerous really happens. Everything's really kind of safe and boring and plain. And and it's so safe and boring and plain that people are now having to try and make up stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, I don't, it just annoys me. The, the music thing just annoys me. Um, and I suppose that's a sign of getting old. That's what everybody says. When you start getting old and you start saying, oh, it was better in my day. But I, I think there's a reason why. I mean, I work with young people. I work with young people a lot. Do you know what I mean? And I'm starting to go into rooms now and I'm seeing Nirvana t-shirts. And I'm and I'm seeing them, these young people wearing t-shirts and bands and stuff that I would have wore. And then when you speak to them, 
and you go, oh, do you like Nirvana? And they then, you then have a conversation with them about m music from 30 years ago. 30 years ago, you have a conversation with that because the, st the stuff that's on the TV, the now for them, reeks of effort. It reeks of effort and there's nothing dangerous about it. I get speaking to a guy one night at a party. I don't know where I was. I don't know why I was there, but I, there was a few people there that were playing music and stuff and I, I got talking to this guy and he'd said that... Now I knew that this is historically accurate, right? When, when Nevermind and Smells Like Teen Spirit came out, it knocked Michael Jackson off the Billboard number one spot and no one's seen it coming. Even like... Uh, when Nirvana was signed to Sub Pop, uh, everybody thought it was going to be Mudhoney. They thought Mark Arm's Mudhoney was going to be the thing that came through. There, there was a lot of people also betting on Tad. There was a lot of people that were bet betting on these other bands that were going to be the next big thing. And Nirvana were the ones that done it. And no one fucking knew why. It just happened. And uh, they knocked Michael Jackson off the, the top spot. So then off the back of that, we get an influx of boy bands because the peop the powers that be start to try and control it again because they can't have that. They can't have something coming in here because that's their bread and butter. That's how they make money at the end of the day. And if, if they can't control the market, then how will they fucking make money? That's that's how it, that's it. It's a business. Do you know what I mean? It's But after that, I don't know the year, but Prodigy came out with Firestarter. I think it would have been Firestarter. And again, the industry had no idea why it made it. It had no idea why it fucking got to that point and stuff like that and why it was selling out this stuff. So again, influx of boy bands. And then eventually we went down the route of X Factor and bought all that sh competition shite. And uh, and that's, this is where we're at now. This is where we're at now with nothing really fucking interesting happens. On the mainstream. In the main bit, nothing interesting really harms. There's still loads of fucking great music out there. There's still loads of people making really good things, but they don't sell to the masses the same way as they do. But I think, I, I don't know. And this is what I'm talking about with the music thing. I'm quite opinionated when it comes to stuff like that. And it's because I love it so much. Like, I love music and... and, and like, the like art and all that sort of stuff. But I don't, I don't like calling it art. I don't like calling it art. I, I, I like skateboarding and, and stuff like that. Real stuff. I like the real thing. I just can't be fucked with the fake. I just can't be fucked with it. I just I, And it stinks of it, you know? You can tell people aren't stupid. They know when it's fucking made up. And if they don't know when it's made up, that's when they start phoning in on a Saturday night for the best singer. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, so I really hope he wins because his granny died when he was six and he's the hard life. Fuck off. Like, Fuck right off, man. I, I want my rock stars to be rock stars. Like, that's kind of... Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I want them to be rock stars. Obviously, there's some of the stuff that used to happen back in the day that we can do without. We could definitely do without it. We, the, the same thing can exist without all that stuff. You know what I'm talking about, right? But you want the dangerous people. You want the people who are willing to turn around and fucking make a thing because they think it's the best thing rather than making a thing because they hope it becomes a fucking viral trend on TikTok and some lassies start dancing to it. Pish. Total fucking pish. So switch the club land off, art teacher. Fuck on 
the rest of that Surf for Rose album and let's make some fucking stuff that's not going to fit into our portfolio. I want to make a contraption that turns snow into electricity. Change the fucking world, man. <laughs> right, there we go. Two podcasts in a day. That's how good I am at talking shit. That is how good I am at talking shite. And my modern studies teacher can stick it up as farter. That's how good I am at the talking of pish. Two podcasts a day, right? I'm a grafter. I'm a grafter. So thank you very much for your time because it's the most important thing you've got. I'm on the TikToks and all that trying to get my songs to go viral. Please dance to them at Mr. Tragic O'Hara. And I will catch you next time for episode... What would that be? This is the part of the problem we're doing two a day. Eight? Seven? Seven, eight? Next time. I'll get you next time on Confessions of a Walrus Chaser. <laughs>